0: And it's 8 o'clock on Wednesday night, and it's the Dr. Simcha Hour. And yes, here we're back. Last week was such a fabulous show. We had so many great callers, and we spoke about what we think is the most important in school, and we got some really, really good calls. You know something? I kind of like started thinking, we need to like start wondering what's most important in our family. You know something? If we could figure out what's most important in school and give the message over of what the most important things that we bring out of school and we take out of school. What's more important than trying to figure out what's most important in our families and what we need to be taking out of of our our family, our family life. And you know something? For some kids it may be just warmth of environment. Some kids it may be just uh, the love and affection some kids just like maybe even food and and, 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 and comfort so you never know you, you never know but the question we're asking tonight is what do you what do you find is the most important thing in your family and then of course the next thing that happens when you figure out what's the most important thing in your family is who do you have to thank for it who do you need to say thank you to when you figure out that there's something important that you get for your family, then who is it that gets credit for that? Is it the family as a whole? Is it your mother, your father? I'd love to hear what kids think. Sometimes, like a family, will have a grandparent that's living with them, and that grandparent brings a lot of knowledge, a lot of information. I know... My mom comes Shabbat to my house, and she brings so much Baracha into my house. It's so much peace when she's there. And my kids notice it. I notice it. It's such a, such a pleasurable thing. And we always think about what's wrong. I'd love to hear what's right. I'd love to hear what's right. And I'd love to tell you that in the J-Root Journal that's coming out, we're going to have, I am going to be working with j Root j Root is the voice of the people. j Root is your radio station. We're interested in saying and bringing out what's on your mind. So we're going to take a version of the show to the pages. And we're going to be asking questions. And we're going to have different sections. And you'll be able to email your ideas and your thoughts. And whether it's your thank you, or whether it's your dedication of appreciation, or whether it's your inspirational story, and you know what, you'll be able to sponsor it and say, I want to give to that guy. I want to support the page of Jeru for this, to say thank you to Hashem, you know, I have a very good friend, he was in a car accident in Syracuse, New York, at three in the morning, in a snowstorm. And he's on the side of the road, and he gets to this non-kosher diner at four in the morning, and he's freezing, and he didn't know who to call. He can't call his wife, she's sleeping. He can't call anybody. So he realized that in Israel, it was already like morning time. So he called a certain rabbi in the yeshiva, and he told his rabbi, I want to dedicate a room for limud Torah, And he gave $20,000. He said, I want you to put on the door of the room, Todah Hashem. That's it. No name, no date, just two words. Because he was so overwhelmed and so happy and so thrilled that he was zochet, to be saved. So he wanted to express that. We want to give you that opportunity to express. You know what, not everybody. To, To show that you really really care and to share your thoughts so we're going to compile some of the answers some of the calls that we had last week this week and we're going to put the best of them in our magazine because you know what it's your voice it's your voice and it's your place to put your voice out there and it's participating that's what it's all about it's all about being a part all about being a part. Anyways, so the question we're asking is, what's what's special about your family? Now, a lot of people say bigger families are better. Very few people say smaller families are better. Research, even in the non-Jewish research, says smaller families are not as happy. But uh, I think that there's like nothing better than a Shabbat table, sitting around, relaxed, whether it's just being together. There's just nothing like it. For me, that's my favorite part of my family. On Friday night, Shabbat, I sit, my meals take a long time. I don't have to sit there the whole time. So I'm in my chair. That's my, that's like my little heaven. I just like to sit there, Thank God, I'm not eating the whole time, then I'd be, I'd be a pig. But just enjoying that onik Shabbat. So this is this is what we're asking. Hello, hi, you're on the air.
1: Hi, um, I was listening by radio, but I don't know what you're saying. Like I don't understand the thing, so maybe you can explain to me. It. You
0: know what? Thank you so much for calling me and telling me that. I'll, I I. I can't even tell you how thankful I am to you that you called me to t- tell me that. Because how silly would I feel if I spent an hour talking in, in a way that people didn't understand. So I'm glad you got, so Let me explain it to you, okay? I, we're talking about appreciation, being thankful, and being happy with things. So last week we spoke about what is the most important thing in school. So this week I wanted to ask people what they felt the most important thing in their family was. So, so I was saying in my family, one of the most important things for me was when I get to spend time with everybody together. So Yeah.
1: Um, um, so I have something, but I also want to tell you, like last time you remember somebody called up and said, like, about school? Yeah. So it's me.
0: Okay. I'm so happy you called again. And I love Kay. regular callers.
2: Welcome. Wait.
1: So, I want to say that, like,
0: Oh. Okay. Call back. You sound like a very smart, interesting caller. Please call back. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Anyways. Oh well. Um. But if any, you know, one of the most important things. In life is to be able to accept when somebody tells you something and it's so important that caller told me that they didn't understand i love that i love that it it just means so much to me because you know what that means that they care about me that means that they want me to be understood and it's very important It's, it's very important Anyways, um, I think that parents could call up also and say what they think is most important. Is behavior the most important in families? I don't know. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, you're back.
1: Yeah, because I'm on the and Like I just heard like some weird noise. I don't so know. I was like hello, hello, and nobody well, so is. I'm glad you're back. I, so I...
0: There goes again. I think someone's cutting into your line at home.
2: It sounds like somebody.
0: Yes. Nisim, hi.
2: Hi. How are you, Dr. Simcha? Hi. Right.
0: Simcha. When I am here with Nisim, I'm in a very good place. Ruh this is, this is very, very, thank God. So, can't ask me how I am when I'm with you, because it's always good. Ruh I was, uh, you know, I was waiting in the doctor's office today for like three hours. Well... Because whatever, because I didn't make my appointment ahead of time. So I had to wait. And he's the best doctor in the whole wide world. But someone goes in, he comes out, sees me at the end, he goes, you're still smiling? (laughs) I didn't realize. I'm still smiling. I guess so. Why not? Always
2: have to smile. Always have to smile. You know, but, uh, doctor. Let me just—I uh, I know that uh, maybe it's off the topics, but it, it in last few days, you know, I just—I I was yesterday we had a show with another uh, with a therapist, and one of the question over the was about teenage boy, boy or girl—I don't know—that she, he, or or she doesn't feel good with himself, himself, herself. And you know, I was become a little bit uh, irritated about it because the the, doc, the the doctor start explanation and all this stuff, and I said this is very normal for any kids to feel. This is very normal, isn't it? It's and, it's and, you know. But instead to start, you know, I want to see, see the kids, you know, oh, the the kids starting, you know, putting themselves on a kind of cases and a boxes. You know nothing. I'm not a young man.
0: I'm not always happy with myself. I work on myself. I think every day that I do good, that I do good. What do I have to improve? What do I want to change? I look at myself and I say, I'd rather be more like this. But there's a difference between being unhappy with myself, meaning wanting to change something, and being depressed or feeling that I'm unhappy with myself that I can't change something. What teenagers need to know is it's okay to feel that there's that not good with yourself, but you have to know that you can change it. That you are in the part of your life that you have the most power and you could change it. If a person feels that I'm powerless, then that's a very bad thing. And it's just simple. Everybody could do with the help of Hashem, just tefillah, and just work on themselves. Anybody can do anything. There's this video I saw about this man who was born without arms and legs, and he's a motivational speaker. Whoa, that's
2: unbelievable. Unbelievable.
0: This guy could do anything. There are people that have arms and legs, and, and they can't talk two words. They get up in front of a crowd and they can't even say their name. I know a guy, he's a millionaire. He hates getting haliyot l'Torah because he's embarrassed to say a Baracha. He's 56 years old. He said it how many times is Bar
2: Mitzvah? He's embarrassed. But this guy with the arms and legs can stand up in front of the whole world. And you saw how he's doing stuff, you know, like anything uh, you wants. whatever he wants, you know, typing in the computer, running this. It, it's unbelievable. You know, I I want to say that, uh, you know, many times we're looking, uh, and this is something that I I spoke about, you know, and I want to tell uh, the the kids and to ourselves, the chizuk, that I say all the time, don't look back. Don't look back. Did something happen to you, bad things? If it could be that, don't blame the back. you know, what is the people coming, oh, it's because of this kind of person that they did to me and some of this. And we learn from the parasha, you know. Eshet Lot, right. she looked back, she becomes right. sour, she becomes salty, you know, and but she you know, till today she's sour, you know. <laughs> I, I say I say, and I,
0: this is my own life. Every bad thing that happens, you take that and
2: you use it as a platform to step on to get higher. It's not such a thing, bad things, in my opinion. It's not such a bad things. Everything that's done to us is a koletova. It's 100%. everything for good. But we don't know how to interpret it, you know?
0: The fact is like this. that One of the most important psychological tools I use with people when something happens to them is I encourage them to utilize it to do something good. You know, a very good friend of mine lost his son. And he has a website where he thanks Hashem and he has people... 20 encouraging words. And he says, this is called all learn and Shabbat, my son. And you know what? For him, this now became something that changed his life. And that's it. Because everything, we have to, I, my father used to ask all the time, what does Hashem want from me with this? What does Hashem want from me? And the greatest people in the world went through some of the hardest things in the world, and sometimes those are the things that made them who they are. Moshe Rabbeinu was a foster child. He was homeless. He didn't have a mother. He didn't have a father. He was raised a Jew in an Egyptian castle that his father they didn't know giving him clothes, all the crazy things, and he knows he's a Jew, and there's people are out there,
2: and Imagine walking around with a secret it would be a perfect Hollywood movie. My gosh! You know, I take I take also some example, and I tell you the truth. It's a, the, for me the best example. It's Yosef. Yosef, <laughs> teenagers boy, his brother ate him, mm-hmm. throw to the to the ditch, with snakes, with corpses, and you and later they sell him out. This boy, this boy has to be all the potential in the world to be top criminals an eight fellow human being and cannot stand, you know, other people. And what happened with him? I'll tell you. This is, it's,
0: it's, it's. But you know something, the sword of Yosef is, it says, na'ar, it says, and the Torah is telling us he's a Na'ar. So there's no two ways about it. And so what does Yaakov do? If he's a not arse, now you make him psychedelic pajama coat that he walks down the street. Everybody sees him from far. He should have told him, what are you doing? Dress like your brothers. Should have got him a frock. Uh, I don't know what. <laughs> get him get him a black hat jacket. Make him dress yeshivish. But then what did Yaakov say to him? Where are your brothers? What does that mean? You want to be different? You want to dress different? Fine. But don't mistake the fact that you are one of Shiftei Yisrael. You are one of my sons. And you are part of this group. Different or not, you're with them. So he went to them. And they rejected. Him. Okay. He went to Mitzrayim. He went to Mitzrayim. and what did he see? Raad dimuk diuk noshal aviv. In the middle of an Aveira, he sees his father's face. That's the last thing I would think a person would think of. But there's a one in the says. What did he see? He saw that his father saw him. His father knew who he was. Knew he was good. Knew he was the sadiq. And he saw, he saw his father, the way his father saw him, and he said, I can't do this. can't blame anybody.
2: And that's why he ran away. Okay, so I, I have also something on this. And I, I, I'm the same moment that he saw his father's face. So first of all, his father built a trust on him. A trust that he trusting him not to do this and beside this in one sentence the Torah said it via uh, et Yosef. I the will. love is yeah. is covering everything and in the minute that you build a trust and love in the kids, you can get the maximum and, and the beautiful things, you know, and kids. That, that's this I am introducing, it. I didn't even show you yet, and my
0: column my, in the journal is called, and it's a program, and I'm reviewing it with a few rabbis. It's called Parenting by Connection, Not Correction. And we see, those who, from the moment we are born, it's all about connection. The connection, the mother's carrying the baby, The way that we determine the health of a baby, the APGAR, it's all the child's reaction to environment, touch, feel, smile, look, connection. And this is the assault of everything that we go through in life if we have the connection with our children through every stage, through infancy. There's studies, thousands of studies, babies, that are not held as babies grow up to be deviant. They grow up to yeah, be yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. And that, what does it mean? Just held. Even Just if they hire somebody to egg, hold them. A
2: small egg. Anything. And, you know, that's, that's a smile, a kiss. And I always tell to 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 many people and many you know I I learn also the small techniques you know and what what is love people that just sometimes changing the word love with something to get to give to get and to give something a, a iphone or this this is not love no love is giving and i give me a one reason why a mother a father would love the children he's crying a baby first of all nine months she's carrying him she suffer and then she giving birth, a very difficult, very painful process, right? And then he starts crying. He is useless. He doesn't do nothing. It just only eating, sleeping, crying, baby. And the the, the mother is and the, and the mother and the father are tiring. The eyes. Sometimes you need the matches to all the, the eyelash. You know. I I, I, and uh, yeah, I don't have to tell you, but people that are uh, experiment and kids, kids, please. I really want to get your 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 impression and feedback about what we're talking about right now, so please call us seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty eight. I know that you know the the phone number by art. Uh, but we and and, say us, it and, again. and the parents. Okay, yes, yeah, we have one. Okay, hi you're on the air. Hi, um, I wanted to
1: know what's today's topic.
0: Topic we're talking about. Uh whatever you want to talk about but we're talking right now about um what's what's important in your family loving what what how kids should feel good about themselves how old are you 12 12 okay you're perfect age how do you how, do you think that a person should always feel good about themselves or or, or, or what makes you feel good about yourself well
1: it depends. Like, if they do something bad, then they shouldn't be like overly guilty, but they shouldn't feel good about themselves for doing something bad.
0: Okay, okay. So, but they shouldn't feel overly guilty. What should they feel?
1: Like they should feel just a little guilty and do teshuva for like doing something bad. But
0: ah, beautiful. What is what is teshuva? How do you like, do teshuva?
1: Like let's say, um, let's say you did something like you were Mikhail Shabbos. Like let's say you turn down the light on Shabbos, then you should like then you should like by mistake. Then you should like do something special to like remind you about beautiful. Chavis, like,
0: beautiful. I love you. You're the best. You're saying such good things. And Chuva is knowing that you can fix it. Truva right. means knowing you can make it better, and you can fix it and nothing is nothing is forever. That's chuva. Right. And you as a twelve year old need to know you're gonna be bar mitzvah soon. You're about to enter the most wonderful, wonderful world full of great things you can do and, and learn about, learn toyer and all these things. And you're going to enjoy your life because of it. Okay, Tadi? Okay. Thank you for calling.
1: I'm a woman and my sister also wants to speak here.
0: Okay. Love to speak, to her. Hello? Hi, how are you?
1: Back, how are you?
0: Okay. What's
1: going on?
0: Yes. What do you? What's on your mind?
1: Um. Um. We're, right, we're talking about like, like what's special about your house? Yes. Like yes, like yes, that. Yes, sure. So, I wanna say that like when like anything like when like m- like when my family's together or anything, it's like very special. Like like us, is, like on shabbos and we like sit together around the table and we how we like you're so the lucky. for the questions. you know what I mean?:
0: You're so I know exactly what you mean, you're so lucky, because you know what? Because huh. that's something that you're going to remember and you're going to have with your own family when you grow up, and it's the most beautiful thing in the world. And thank God now, one thing I want to tell you, coming Shabbat, you thank your parents because they work. your mom and dad work so hard to make that happen. It's like so It's it's so It's not easy And they work so hard To make And, and That's a wonderful thing Okay and, and also
1: I want to say that like Also it's like Really special Like Like, like the boys Go to Addis Abandon And then like The girls Like they're snowing Like everybody plays of snowy We make like The whole family together Like makes like Snowmans and igloos And then and then we come inside, and we and we have hot cocoa, and, like, sometimes, like, hot pretzels, and we have this we have this like machine that, like, you have, like, this, all these recipes that you can make. Sounds and like yes, your really parents
0: are experts at raising kids. Sounds like they really know how to make a home a happy home. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. What? Are your parents, do they let you do whatever you want? No. See that? Look at that! These are parents that have a happy home, and they don't let their kids do whatever they want because being happy isn't about getting to do whatever you want, right?
1: Yeah, and like, it's not good for like your mother screeches at you if you do one thing wrong, or like, or like if you like you have to ask for like if you like I know somebody you have to ask if they want tomato. Me, you know?
2: I mean,
0: I mean never. You know what? But it sounds like. So that sounds so so good. You know, you know what we do in my house, Martha Chavez? What we dance. We all we put on music and we dance. We dance with all my kids, and we have like a, 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 a dance party. No, no strangers are invited because it's like only a family dance. But okay. but that's and what also, we do. And
1: Also, I want to say that like it's not either good if like your mother like lets you do whatever you want. She lets you. Has, do whatever you want eat this, you know ask her or like it's not good that way like, like buy whatever you want or like eat whatever you want you know what I mean?
0: That's right you know who got that you know who got that deal? In, well, the, in the chumich? Well, who gave it to the Nachash, the snake he said don't bother me you got whatever you want eat the food it's right in front of you you don't have to touch it. just don't even come to me for anything just do whatever you want he said, okay. not a good deal. Right. Okay, thank you for calling.
1: Once we'll again, you want
0: to speak? Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Anyway. Hello? Okay. I think that, you know what? I just want parents, if there are parents listening, to hear what this kid said. The message is so huge. There are so many opportunities to make your home a happy home, and to make it a, a comfortable home. And that doesn't mean giving in to what the kids want. I asked the asked this brilliant little kid, "Do your parents let you do whatever you want?" And the answer was no. So someone who's not thinking will say, "But then why are you happy?" Because. That the root of happiness is not getting whatever you want. You know it, it, it's so funny because you go on vacation. my wife and I went to vacation this nice hot place and we're enjoying it. But if you listen to their conversations, they wish they were in New York. I was once in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and I had to get crazy glue at two in the morning. So they have these like 24 hour places called Turkey Hills. I don't know why they call them Turkey Hills. But I went to this. It's like a 7-Eleven. So I go in, and I have this problem. I talk to, like, everybody, even at 2 in the morning. And so I said to the guy, ah, what delicious country air. It smells so good. Oh, dear, was I sorry I said that. I hate it here. It's disgusting. There's nothing to do here. It's just cows, 10 people in the town. I wish I could move to New York. I I want to be in New York. I hate it here. On and on and on and on. How he's stuck there. He's never going to get out. Meanwhile, I'm paying tons of money to be there. I'll say he's stuck there. Because you know what? You get whatever you want all the time. Then it's not a vacation. Hershey Park for him is getting home. For my kids, it's fun. So you don't appreciate things if you get everything.
2: You just don't. It's the way it goes. Our uh, Shlomo Amelch said uh, about the ani: uh, That if you eat so much, so much ani, uh, in the end you can just uh, couldn't stand it. Right. You know, I know exactly right. the the quote. Exactly the quote. But, My father uh, was a Joche, and
0: in Israel he used to practice on lamb. In America, lamb is a delicacy. He couldn't sit in the same room with it because he ate so much of it growing up. He couldn't have chicken. He loved chicken. They didn't have chickens in Yerushalayim.
2: It's, and it's lamb. A, it's reminded I was, I was working in, I worked in an ice, ice cream uh, cafe, you know. It's a it's a rich, Time that I couldn't even open the fridge, the freezer to to pour because the smell is become like disgusting, you know. I don't I think that would ever happen. Uh, to believe me. me, you know. I, when you work a month in ice you know, all the time, give pour, the the smell become this chocolate, chocolate
0: and ice cream. I think chocolate I love, but uh, this, you know. <laughs> but, it, but you know what? That's why Hashem gives us also everything in moderation. Everything, it's so funny because a person has a love in their throat. They enjoy it. So you think, why not more? Another day, another day. no Enough, done. till next year. And I was thinking, we go through the same thing, getting ready for Rosh Hashanah to see my name, this and that. It's exciting every year. But is there something wrong with me? I'm doing this for 25 years since I got married. I'm still excited? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Because that's just the beauty of, of, of being a Jew.
2: It's, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons that uh, they said, Chachamim, they say, it said that the Kohen Gadol used to go only once time a year to the Kodesh HaKodeshim, right. to the holy place. It wouldn't get ex- accepted. <laughs> You're a temptation. It's uh, a... Wow. It. it- Man, we talk about chocolate, we're eating chocolate. But
0: the fact is that parents nowadays unfortunately think they have to spend a lot of money to make the kids happy. And it's so wrong. The best the, the best homeboy trip, I made with my kids was I didn't plan anything because I couldn't. We went to Marine Park, but I told the little kids it wasn't really Marine Park. It was a different park. We went around the back way, coming so it didn't look like we were coming to the regular <laughs> Marine Park. And we tried to fly a kite. I say tried to fly a kite because I'm not. People have told me go fly a kite, but I never really perfected it. <laughs> and we're trying, and I'm running. And the kite got caught on an ice cream truck. And the ice cream truck took the kite. And it was flying. The ice cream truck flew the kite better than I could. And we laughed. And we had such a good time. And then we went home. And it was, it, it, it was, the, and they talk about it, it was the most fun black mama trip. And it didn't cost anything. It cost three ninety nine for a kite with the ice cream truck took. <laughs> But we laughed and we enjoyed each other. And we had a good time. And that that's that's the main thing. But the number is seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. Want to listen live? It's seven one two, four three two four two one seven. And I have to tell you, get the app. I don't know how anybody lives without this app. I, it's on my phone. It's the, it's on the front screen, the first app next to my email. It's the first thing I do. When I get to the car, I I think because there's never a time they turn on that I don't either have a or that I l- want to listen to, or, or 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 music or something. It's just it's just you gotta have the app, and it's just it's so simple.
2: And the apps also have the archive, so you can listen, and also your apps you can see the video. That's for right. example, uh, if uh, if you had the apps, you could see it apps, over itzi apps and live really live videos that's so cool you know what Uh, next time it will be with you Uh, I don't know if you want (laughs) me? I don't know there's nothing to see with me (laughs) I
0: just sit here you know it
2: seems like I don't know the kids kids, are you sleeping? yeah I don't know where the kids are tonight I know is there something doing something doing
0: tonight I don't know where the kids are tonight kids wake up call last week we had a lot of callers Maybe they have too much homework this week. Now we have to complain to the teachers. Yes, definitely. I, I I'm not a big fan of homework. I don't think I had a student that passed every test. He was great in school, behaved, and he didn't do homework. So I said, "Good for him." The teacher says, "No, he has to do homework. Why? Why do you have to do homework? He's doing well. No, because I said so." Oyvey. I don't know when I said so. Hi, you're on the air.
1: Hi, I just wanted like what you said last week, like that boy, you called in. Yes. Um, just wanted to say that um, Gifter said that
3: you tried his best at everything. Okay. And that includes that includes that includes English. Right. And actually, um, there was a story like you. Um, they they were gonna give like the best comment award to. They, they were between two boys. One boy got great marks. Got better marks than he was, but he was failing in English. And the said, "You can't give it." I think it He said, "You can't give it to him because he didn't try his best in English because he tries his best at that
1: everything."
0: That's very very interesting. That's a good story. I, and, uh, are you from Cleveland? Or you read the story somewhere? I
1: heard it. You read
0: it. So, so many tr- teachers. The the, the midav the chachamim tell us that a person has to has to be responsible and do every job that they have, they have to do well. Because that's responsibility. It's very well said. And you have some people that, that are that pick and choose the things that they're able, that they're doing right, that's not correct. For example, and I'm going to use your example, kids who are very respectful to their rebellion and are disrespectful to English teachers, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's, that's, that's a big problem. And I, think, I bet you that's a very important point that you brought up. I thank you for calling. Okay. Thank you. Okay.
2: Thanks for calling. Okay. This is a very important point that you raised now about uh, behave, you know, double standard behave. Let's put it like this. Now, you have another caller. Hello. Hi, you're on the air.
1: Hi, my name is Alma Jackson. I love your show.
0: Thank you so much. I love my show, too. And I'm so happy you called. What are you doing? What's on your mind tonight?
1: Um, I'm not an listening.
0: Not anything? Do you know you have an unbelievably important last name? Ms. What? Ms. has a beautiful last name. Thank you. Okay. How many brothers and sisters do you have?
1: Um, I have... One brother and, like, five sisters.
0: One brother and five sisters. And what's your first name? What? What's your first name? Rachel. Rachel. So, are you the youngest or the oldest or the middle?
1: Middle.
0: You're the middle. So, how does it feel to be the middle?
1: Um, I don't know. I just like it.
0: You like it, and your brother is how old? Ten. And he is he? Where's he's also the middle? Um, no. No, what he? Where is he? He's he's older.
1: Uh, he's like the second to the last one.
0: Second to the last one. Okay, okay. He's got a lot of sisters. You know what that means. He's going to yeah. have a lot of mommies taking care of him when he grows up.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Thank you for calling, Rachel.
1: Thank you. I love your show.
0: Thank you. Thank you for telling me. Okay. It's something about crawlers like that I just love. Hello. Okay. Anyways. When a person has something nice to say and says it, it just shows me dot it shows me dot how many times you see something, we see something and we we don't say anything. If a person has something nice to say, say it. And there's nothing wrong with the most it's such an important thing. And and I was walking down the street and someone said, Good morning, how are you? And they said it in such a nice way. And I said to them, I said, you know what? That was so nice. I needed that. It was like already they changed the clock. And it's 6 o'clock going to pray. And it's dark out. And I feel like, oh, here we go. And, said, and someone passed me. Good morning. How are you? I didn't know them. But they woke me up out of my, out of my tardema, if you will. And I needed that. And I said to them, I said, that was so nice. And I, they said, "Well, that's the way I was raised. I was taught to say nice things." I said,
2: "You know what? That's a blessing." said, so, "Eve yep. kol adam." and this is very important, you know, and it doesn't matter if he's Jewish, non-Jewish, you know. And I, in the morning, how many times we going so go on the street and uh, trying to be magdim shalom. To, to anyone because it's right. it's it's give a nice opening to uh, each each of us you know and you see a a person who now is a little bit down you know in the in uh, in the corner next to my house I have a guy that is and neighbor is is a not so well person and he he's sleeping in the the uh, kiosk over there and and every time I'm coming to him, give him a smile, give this, and he's oh he's running after me. Thank you. Thank you. You know, just because it's so important to give a smile and good word to people. It's, you don't you don't know how, how it affects their life. Just to, it's so that a good attention. And it's such a Kiddush Hashem. You cannot believe. I live around the corner from a public school.
0: And there was a snowstorm. And there were two teachers who were standing there and the car was stuck and they didn't know what to do. So one of them says to the other one, should I call your husband this and that? And this is what I heard the woman say. says, no, this is a Jewish neighborhood. Give them five minutes. Somebody's going to help us. This is what I heard her say. This is people here help. And sure enough, I had gone around the block because I couldn't stop. By the time I got around the block, somebody, I knew this person, he's a very big behind, was helping them get out. She knew. Hi, you're on the air. Oh Hi, um, what's the topic? The topic is, well, how old are you? Because we have choice of topics.
1: Um um a teenager
0: i think okay say. so uh, the teenager topic that we're talking about is feeling good about yourself and and whether how wh- wh- whether teenagers who don't feel good about themselves what they should do about it and how to help them correct that
1: do you you think it's a good it's a good to feel good about yourself like uh, maybe a, a, a little like a abalgaiva
0: Nah, you are so smart. You are so smart. Thanks. You hit the nail on the head. I, if, I, if you were here, I'd shake your hand, man. That that's you could send the point. me something in the mail if you want. I sent something in the mail? Okay, don't worry. No, Actually, you sent me something in the mail. This radio, day, we need things here. But I, I, you know what? So you can send me an email, askdrsimcha at gmail.com, and introduce yourself because I have a lot of respect for what you just said. My point exactly. I don't feel good about myself all the time. But the difference is, I know I can do something about it. And the Ben Torah, or Bas Torah, knows that we are given from Hashem the ability to change and to grow. And we can do anything we want to do because we have the Reboreal Shalalam, we have Hashem, we have the Torah, and because we have that, so it's fine. Every single day, we say three times a day, we say, we say before we go to sleep. Does that mean, so what are we, are we feeling guilty? Yes, yes, we feel guilty. We did something wrong. It's a good thing to feel guilty. As long as we know we can do something about it. Beautiful, beautiful. So that's, the answer. that's my answer for teenagers.
2: But uh, thank you for calling. But also, just don't think that uh, I think that don't think that if you'd feel bad, it's something wrong with you because this is the time that it's happened. We all have ups and downs, and uh, we are this. You know, people like to put us in a in, in a corner. Oh, you don't feel good. So I mean that you need a doctor. You want to go to this? You need to go to this uh, situation, and uh, everybody put you on a tags. That's and you know something.
0: The Torah teaches us, Hashem teaches us, there are times when we feel good and times when we feel bad. I had somebody who suffered a terrible tragedy and they come to me and say, my doctor says I should take medication because I'm depressed. I say, well, I would hope you'd be depressed. A terrible thing happened to you. It's a normal reaction. So, you know what? The thing is, the bottom line is, you could do something about it. I heard once a story, a king gave a challenge to the Jews that you have to bring me something, the same exact thing, that when I'm happy will make me sad, and when I'm sad will make me happy. And the Jew wrote down on a piece of paper, Gam ze Ya'avor. This too will pass. Nothing is constant. Nothing is constant. Thanks for calling, my friend. Oh, um, wait, one more thing.
1: Yes. If if we're always supposed to be, feel good about yourself, Yeah. Yeah, you should always feel good about yourself? No, I
0: don't think we should. I think we should always feel that we could help ourselves. We shouldn't always feel good about ourselves. We should always be... We should scrutinize ourselves. We should always feel good when we're doing good. And we should feel bad when we're doing bad and change it.
2: Okay. We are not an angels. We are, you, we are human.
0: You know, the funniest thing was, I had a kid at my school. He did something terrible. Very disrespectful. And I punished him. So his mother says to me, oh, You're making my child feel bad. I said, What do you want me to bake him a cake? <laughs> like, he, he did something terrible. He disrespected a parent, he disrespected a teacher, he made him be Zion. that Saiyan what bake him? here's a happy birthday cake because you knocked over a parent and ran out of school and screamed at a teacher in the street? No, I don't think so. He has to be punished. Okay, uh... within limits, but yes. You're making my kid feel bad. I think he should feel bad.
1: Yeah. Well, all right? And you shouldn't always think that you're good. You shouldn't make, think, make yourself all feel good, because it could be some people understood it, misunderstood it.
0: That's right.
1: Then you'll think, like, oh, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm good, good, good.
0: What do you want to be when you grow up?
1: Probably a talmid Chacham.
0: I was going to say, you need to stay in learning and become a Rebbe. Because you have a beautiful way of thinking. Okay, I give you me. a bracha, and I'm a kohen miuchat. You should be zochet to grow up to be a talmid Hacham and to be in Torah. Amen. Because Amen. that is, there's no greater bracha that I could ever give anybody. Because thank if you. If you're zochet to teach Hashem's Torah, then it's like you're standing and giving out diamonds. It's, I mean, forget diamonds are nothing compared to. But you should be Zochet and you have a beautiful heart and you have a clear mind and you you'll be a you'll be a wonderful red. Amen. Okay. Thank you. So like. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, you're on the line.
1: Hi, good evening.
0: Good evening. How are you doing?
3: Good. Um I want to say that love is not getting whatever you want. It's all about having everything.
0: You're and so smart. um You're so smart.
3: I'm saying it, from the perspective of working with children, I have some kids, some of my students that um, they get everything they want, and they're spoiled to the core, and then those that they don't get everything, but they have the lot. and they have, you know, it's pretty sad to look at some of these kids and say, he needs his TLC in school, and he gets nothing at home, and like all that.
0: Oh, you're so right. You're so right, and I'm so encouraged to hear that you're a teacher. Because that's the way teachers need to think and they need to talk. But the fact is, some teachers think that prizes, 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 you know what? It misses the vote. Attention. Just just the, the validation is just so important. It's so important. What grade do you teach? First. Ah, oh, first grade. That's the most important grade that anybody could teach. It's just yeah. that there's nothing more important than first grade. And I heard from Ramor that's how, that that's that My uncle used to teach first grade in Barat Yosef. And he yeah. taught Ramor Hale-Liaw first grade. And Ramor Haileau told my uncle in front of me, in front of a bunch of people, that my uncle taught him Kola Torah Kula. He said, but not because he taught me how to read. He said, because of havu. It lavut means the enjoyment, the the life, the involvement that he was able to teach and to give over alphabet with a brand that can change the person's entire
3: life. Yeah, I also want that comment. Before, I believe you said that if a child is doing well, then he doesn't have to do his homework, something like that.
0: Yeah, that's my opinion.
3: Um, I see your opinion, but I do want to respectfully disagree.
0: I, I um, appreciate that, but you should know something: I wouldn't say that about a first grader.
3: No, because I just like—I find that like homework gives them responsibility. It teaches them that we are responsible in life. And I, and I
0: would like to correct what I said, and I appreciate so much first of all how you respectfully disagreed. But you can—you're professional. Thank you. And your point is very well taken. And I would like to clarify, I'm going to go back on what I said. This kid was a seventh grader and yeah. and he was getting out of school at 6.30 at night. But a first grader, homework is a disciplined activity that has many levels. For a first grader, first of all, to know that you have to do what the teacher says. That the yeah. teacher sets rules and you have to follow the class rules. And also, there's no limit to how much you could review the foundations of reading and learning. First okay. grade has to be reviewed as many times as possible.
3: Exactly.
0: And I agree. thank you so much. And, no and problem. I you 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 sound like a great teacher, and thank part you. of me hopes that you're in one of my
2: kids' schools, but I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> have a good night.
3: Thank you. You too. You. Bye. Bye.
2: Unbelievable, no? So, we got... This is great. That that caller just made my night. Because you know what?
0: I don't want to be right about everything. I don't. I want someone to tell me something I need to know and to give me information that can make me better at what I do. And, and, you know, we've had before callers that call up with agendas and angry and one lady calling me up, screaming at me. She kept on calling back and my mother says, can't someone find out who the lady is and tell her to leave you alone? Don't take it personally, ma. She got upset. But this person, you can tell she's a great first grade teacher. she's sensitive and she's and and, and very very. See, I just you just look and you find find the great great things out there.
2: Yeah and uh, you you find a good great teachers uh, out there and really trying to do the best for the yeah. you know the building the foundation of each kids it, in the future you know because people we know that i would say that the first years is the most important years most of important our years. and you see so many kids that, the flip side, flip, you know, that I
0: had a terrible first grade year and I, school was downhill for me a lot because of that. I had a teacher that didn't like me. I didn't like her much either. My first day of school, teacher said, shave my hair. I said, shave your own hair. <laughs> and she, she was talking Hebrew, so I made a joke. Said, she said, shave my hair. I said, shave your own hair. <laughs> so she got all angry at me. She, said, and she threw me out of class.
2: And That that's was the first day? First day. <laughs>
0: And 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 Rabbi Cohen's son. My father was a rabbi ear. I said "Like this is a rabbi's son." Said, oybe. Oybe,
2: oybe. So it, you still remember this? I
0: remember, and I remember that. I remember she said, "My job's not to like you; it's to teach you."
2: Very important. Very <laughs> important.
0: And I, but I remember my kindergarten teacher that let me that let me always do things. Until she complained to me, I used to step on her toes too much, because she. I used to hang out with her so much. I called her till recently. I used to call her and thank her. She passed away, but I used to call her till ten years ago. I called her I should not tell her, thank you for, for making me feel important.
2: Yeah, this is we have to learn that uh, everyone is important. Every every single kids is important, and. Uh, they feel good about the kids that you're teaching, and the kids feel good about the teacher. Yeah. you know I, This I, is greater respect.
0: It, I have a story that happened to me. When I was seeing kids, someone calls me up and says, my son is very sad. I says, why? Because he would go to shul, and the rabbi of the shul used to make him feel very important. And the rabbi loved him very much and the rabbi died. Well, He says, he wants to speak to you. And he comes to my office. He sees a picture. And the rabbi was my father. This rabbi, he used to make him feel so good, was my father. Well. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi.
4: This is Dole Levy. I'm calling you from Los Angeles, California.
0: California. Yep. Okay, the app works. Okay.
4: No, I don't listen. I listen on that, but I listen on phone line.
0: Okay. Okay. What's on your mind I believe?
4: You? I like, I love your show. I listen all the way from California.
0: Thank you so much. You make me feel very good. It makes me feel and understand the, the power of technology when it comes to Torah, how far reaching it could be and makes me think a lot more seriously about what I'm doing. And I appreciate that. What's the weather like in California?
4: It's like around seventy.
0: Oh, okay. Well, it's not seventy here. Yep. You you live there, or you're learning there? What what? I live there. You live there. Okay. Is, is that, can I say, lucky you? Is California as nice as they say?
4: No, I like New York. Uh, like like the story that you said today.
0: Ah, I hear you. I have a I have a cousin that's a rabbi out there. His name is Hafuta.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know my cousin. Yep. So you have to tell him I said hello.
4: No problem.
0: Moishi, Moishi. Okay. We 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 we're talking about thirty years ago. That we, we we grew up. We, I was in Israel. I lived in his house almost. Yeah. He's he's a nice guy.
4: Yeah, very nice guy. Yeah, he's
0: special. Send him my love. All right okay no problem thank you for calling
4: all right Have a a question night. a
2: curious question from Nisim. how you feel, how you find us
4: my brother my brother he lives in new york so he told me about it right when the phone lines came out he told me i could listen on it
2: okay great thank you we really appreciate you listen and uh, you know that's it's amazing it give us a very good pride and good Good feeling that uh, we have listeners from all over the world and for all the place. Thank you very really much. appreciate when, the call.
4: Whenever I come home, I listen to Jeru on the phone.
2: Thank you very much for that. It,
0: it gives us a, a big chizuk. Thank you.
4: All right. Have a good night. Thank
0: good you. You too.
4: All right. Tzolah. Bye.
2: Wow. wow. Beautiful. You know, the time is it just... It just flies. It, it flies.
0: It flies. It flies anyways this is J Root Radio needs your support this is for Simcha Cohen is now finished and now this is Simcha Cohen talking responsible message it's all fine and dandy it's all nice but J Root Radio needs your support there's, there's you You can't imagine we just had a phone call from California to understand the ramifications of contributing to a station who has listeners across the country, it's not to be. There's no way of being masik. The reward and this, the, the 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 love from Hashem for somebody that will contribute to this entity, but we're we're but we're we're falling apart because. The community's not stepping up. And everybody enjoys our service, but come on. Nobody takes salaries here. Nobody takes salaries here. Nobody walks away with any money. Anything that's contributed goes directly to keeping us on air. This is a not-for-profit radio station. And if you need a receipt, you get a receipt. This is a not for profit station. This is Lashem Shamaim, which I guess is the Jewish term for not for profit. But this is just Lagdil Torah Bulhadira. Period end of story. So I don't understand what the hesitation is. If I was a millionaire in one second, I would before IBM stock, before GE stock. I would buy J-Root stock. There's nothing more chashu. And you know what? For those of you who want to promote your businesses, we have the journal. It's nicer than any magazine that came out. The print is nice. The articles are, are, I don't want to say, I don't want to put down another magazine. It's really a great magazine. Everything is substance. Things you take away from the magazine. Things that you use information that's useful not some article about how to peel an eggplant okay thing you'll see we're putting in a section i'm very proud putting in a section that the whole dedication of the section is to be mahazek people to get people to be mahazek people i have we have the i want people to send in stories of accomplishments Something they achieved that they tried to do, they did that other people should know. You could do this too. Someone, you know what? I want anytime someone finishes a masechet and makes a siyum, send us in a message. You know what? I finished, I made a siyum. I remember the first siyum I ever made. I'll never forget. It was the, I wanted to tell the whole world. That's what we're here for. Send it in. Tell us, dedicate a page to tell us, this is what I did. How did I do it? Because you know what? Some kid that's afraid he won't be able to do it will read it and say, hey, maybe I can.